Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk, a new podcast that was launched to explore and explain the stories about and behind the audiovisual trade. I'm here today with the Home Technology Association, the HTA, Josh Christian, who's Director of Certification. You may know Josh from the industry. He's been in the integration world for many, many years. It's actually how I know Josh. Uh, let him talk to you a little bit about his background and what he's doing now with the Home Technology Association. Again, that's HTA. Josh, Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing? Doing well, and thanks for the invitation here. Great to talk with you about this. Absolutely, absolutely. So I know a whole lot about HTA and a whole lot about you, um, but it's not about me and it's not about what I know. It's all about what the industry needs to know. So I really just quickly, let's just jump right into this. The Home Technology Association, again, the HTA. Talk to me a little bit, uh, just the background. Where, um, what was the organization formed to do? What is it doing? And sort of what's its, what's its core purpose in the world? The Home Technology Association was formed to basically solve challenges for three different groups of people. One of them are consumers out there that are looking for technology to trade partners out there like architects, designers, and builders looking to find the best tech integrators and also formed for the best technology professionals out there that are doing great work. So the reason this was formed is that this industry, the custom installation industry, has some unique challenges and problems that are not seen in a lot of other trades. So, for example, and, and this is something that is a big issue across the country, is that excellent top quality integration firms will typically lose several projects a year to unqualified firms. And often consumers are fed up with technology and will request less tech on their next construction project due to a past bad experience. And that, another thing that does a problem in this industry is there are far too many takeover projects where integration firms get called in to fix some other company's mistakes. Maybe that prior company went out of business or they're just not returning phone calls anymore. And a, a big one too is that trade partners are largely unhappy with this industry and are cynical towards it. And that's due to so many negative experiences that they've had with this industry. And I experienced this myself because I was an integrator for 16 years. That is often you're guilty until proven innocent because they've had so many bad experiences with other integrators and you're kind of, you know, just lumped in with those integrators that do poor work. So that was part of the reason this was started. And also consumers, you know, they have had in the past until this was created no trusted resource to research and validate integration firms. And without that type of research they can do, they would just often hire based on who's got the lowest price. And we know how that works in this industry. In, in other words, it doesn't work. Those clients have uh, terrible outcomes when they do that. And why do all these problems exist? It's because the barrier to entry in this industry is just so low. There, it's easy to get product, and most states don't even have a license requirement. And when it's that easy to get into the industry, you get what we got now. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm gonna make some comparisons here. Um, Angie's list, right? We're similar for for the consumer side of the audience. Um, in in that, a resource for individuals to do their research and make an independent decision based on qualified credentials, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Good. And, and, yeah, Angie's List will work on, and obviously Angie's List, there's integrators on there too. But when you get into this space, especially with the integrators that are, are listening to the program here, often the types of integration firms you see on Angie's List, and this is not a blanket statement, but 
the, the ratings that you see for someone that could hang a TV on a wall and cut in a couple speakers is a whole different level of professionalism and knowledge than doing a, a fully integrated smart home where you're talking to multiple subsystems. And a person that might have great ratings on that, you know, we call them the hang and bang in this industry, have no, doesn't necessarily mean they're qualified to do these larger projects. And there, there's a big problem with that, a big disconnect on what consumers can find on quality. We've addressed that with our certification standard. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So I wanted to make that comparison just so that the audience under, understands that, you know, there's, there are similar platforms for the areas of the residential um, uh, ecosystem. Sorry, I've used the term, but, um, but the fact that this is specific for the industry. And I think for, for me that that's where it starts to get um, interesting and, and quite honestly is more important with technology and has technology has evolved as um, pervasive as it is homeowners need a resource to, um, to be able to identify and uh, resource, research and select the trade professionals, particularly in the audiovisual world, and, and those who are going to be responsible for this technology. Um, so this is cool. So, uh, talk, okay, so, so now there's sort of the, the foundation and the, and the basis for HCA to exist. So now let's get a little bit more granular. Um, what do you guys, what, do you, what, what does the organization do, and how do integration professionals um, get involved with the organization, and what is that, how does that take shape? So what do we do is we certify companies. This is the first company certification standard. It's not an individual certification, so we're not in competition with any other standards out there that uh, employees might have, such as you know getting certified in acoustics or networks or design or anything like that. We're looking at a company's professionalism, and it's a company certification. So there's that's what we do. We certify the company. And there's three main pillars of what we look at when we're evaluating the company. That is, does the company, are they, are they technically proficient with the brands that they sell? Do they have a demonstrated history of, of excellent customer service and aftercare support? And do they have a, a good reputation in the industry? So that's the, the three main pillars that we look to. And how a dealer gets certified is they fill an application out, which is an extensive application. For any dealers that you know that have gone through it will tell you it's probably the biggest application they've seen, but they also respect it because we're looking at a lot of granularity on the company to find out the type of work you do, what brands you sell, what your specialties. And uh, we, we do a lot of background research. We, on average, we check nine, well, nine minimum different endorsement sources before we certify a company. So that's what that's the hard work behind the scenes is doing the evaluation on the company and certifying them. And that's all done through an online application on our website. So that's the, the what of the certification. And do you want to know some of the things like why would a dealer yeah. want yeah, to get certified? Say, yeah. So let's, yeah. So let's dive right, right into that. So what, why, why, why would we yeah. certified? Yeah. This is a, a real big thing for, integrators to to do and to understand the benefits of because this will differ this gives them a way to legitimately differentiate themselves against the sea of subpar companies out there that are competing against them and it helps their prospective client understand that indeed this integration firm is in, different from the trunk slimer that's often way underbidding them so now this is a defensible way to tell a client I'm a legitimate company. This is the standard I met. Our standard is published. It's on the website. It's on the, there's a link right there on the home screen that says HTA certification defined. So there it is. It's a published standard. When they show a client what 
that standard is and that they meet that, that gives a client a very strong buying signal that indeed this is a good company to hire. And if you look at that standard, there's nothing on there that's really exotic or esoteric. But you know, you and I know, as in many of the great integrators out there know, that there are so many firms out there competing with them that don't meet that. You know, that that don't do good work, that won't be able to get the endorsements, or that are working without a license or what have you, or no insurance. We check all that stuff. So this gives them a legitimate way to differentiate themselves. And it's it's truly a defensible thing to tell a client, well, why isn't this other firm certified that, that you're bidding with? And why would you even accept their bid? Because they, you know, do you want to gamble? Really? You look at the look at the standard that we meet here. It's all common sense. You might not want to gamble that this other company is going to be any good. Why risk it? And that's working. And we're hearing reports back. There's roughly 170 dealers now that are certified across the country. We hear back success stories that way that client will shop around sometimes. And one of the deciding factors is that they were certified. It gave them that extra confidence boost that indeed this was a good firm. So that's a big, big thing. Yeah. So in, in my world, outside of podcasting as a, as, a, uh, as a communicator, that's one of those things that I always, I, I look to identify um, and then elevate and amplify, which are those differentiators, those areas of one's business where you are unique, um, differentiated or unique, um, that you can really hang your hat on and that, that is a meaningful um, component of the business that others either can't meet that level or simply don't, don't offer. And so, you know, this is one of those if you look at it, sort of a checkbox, and you know, oftentimes people just need a checkbox. This is one of those checkboxes. You know, it does does the company have additional certifications above and beyond the others that are competing for the same bid? You know, and if you can check that box and your competition can't, just one more thing that's obviously going to push the project into your favor. But more importantly, is that differentiation is very, very meaningful to what Josh was talking about of those nine levels. Um, talk a little bit about some of those endorsements. So those are those are nine external um, endorsing parties who have have been asked to provide feedback on the firm, right? Yes, there are six of those are provided by the integrator themselves in the application process. We ask for three industry peer endorsements. That could be a fellow integrator within that market. It could be a manufacturer rep or a rep firm, you know, someone that could basically speak to the professionalism of that company. So that's one set of endorsements. The other is typically trade partners like architects, designers, and builders. And we check those. We don't just, you know, assume, take the name in there and assume that all is good. We actually check and ask specific questions of each to make sure that the company is performing well. We ask different questions, of course, to the industry peer versus the industry partner. We don't get techie at all with the architects, designers, and builders, but just looking to see if they're taking care of their clients well and they're easy to work with. But industry peers, we get very specific to make sure that indeed this company is performing up to snuff. And we have NDAs in place with them because, you know, are they going to give us the real information? And the answer is yes. It's This is working out very, very well because we have a lot of manufacturer support, a lot of industry support for that matter. All the manufacturers, rep firms, all understand that if the best firms are getting the business, then their lives are easier the reputation of this industry goes up because consumers and trade partners are going to have better technology experiences. So we hear about those dealers that do very well. And we also hear sometimes when a dealer's got some pretty big deficiencies and, and don't make the standard. 
And it's our hope that that dealer will you know, fix the deficiencies in the future. But the point of this is that the only dealers that could be HTA certified are ones that don't just say they do good work. They have to prove it. And that's six of those endorsement names they supply. Three of them, we go out on our own. So they don't necessarily, well, they don't, not necessarily, they don't know at all who we're reaching out to because that is up to us to pick who we reach out to. And we will reach out to, it depends on, on the market and the dealer, but we're often looking to the manufacturers that they sell. You know, what's the most complicated brands that they're selling? The control brands, the lighting brands, the shading brands. Those are the ones that are the, take the most technical expertise. We'll reach out to them, those, those reps and manufacturers to find out how they're performing on there as well. So that's, in other words, we, we built this so it can't be gamed. It'd be very hard to game this. And that's the point. This We do, we have to be very, very careful about the firms we certify because a lot of the best firms are are flocking to this. Why? Because everything we said so far is great. Why? Why wouldn't they? It gives them a great defensible way to defend themselves against that underperforming company. So we can't let in these underperforming companies to compete against them on a level playing field. We we can't let that happen. Yeah. So that's some of the that's part of the endorsements that have to happen for a dealer to even to, to get certified. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the scenario where somebody goes through the submission process and for whatever reason, they don't, they don't pass, they don't make the grade, don't pass muster, however you want to phrase it. Um, are you, is there an opportunity then for them to rectify whatever the issues were that, that they didn't make the grade and, and come back? And um, I assume that there is. So walk us yes. through that. Yeah. yeah. That a Due to the NDAs, we were very, uh, we, we can't say specifically who said what that kept them from being certified because that would betray that NDA, but we will give them overall things to work on and, you know, and tell them at the future, we generally tell them some time frame down the road. So there's enough time for them to, to remedy the situation and then have that remedy kind of be felt by the trade mm-hmm. out there. You know, the ones yeah. that are, would be endorsing them. So it could take, you know, a year plus, but it's our hope that they will. And it, it's usually not something like, oh, just get this one thing fixed and you're certified. It's not that. It's, it's usually, if someone isn't, it's usually because they're, they're um, not trained, let's say. Like they're, they're, this gets into other certifications, really. I mean, if, if the employees are not trained on the products that they're selling and they're a draw on tech support all the time because they're kind of bumbling their way through a project, well, that's something that's going to take some time to fix. But we hope they fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So, you know, when you're talking about the, how extensive the application process is, and that was sort of an intentional question. I knew the answer to that one already. It was a safe zone. Um, but I, it's, that's always struck me as one of the things that, that is advantageous. So, you know, understanding that it is a very extensive application process and it, it has to be in order, in order to um, have this type of certification that you have on the other side. But for those listening in, and, and if you haven't gone through the application process, I mean, for this to be an opportunity to understand that it's worth your time. Um, and, and if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And HTA will, will coach you on, you know, those areas of improvement and in and of itself, that's, that's great feedback. Just, from, you know, the, the, the status of your business based on feedback um, from independent third parties, you may not otherwise get that. So, you know, for, for whatever your reason might be to be going through the HTA certification, um, add, add that one to it as well. It's, you know, it's a great way to get an independent report card on, on your business and identify key things that you can do to, uh, not necessarily just perform better, but um, perform 
uh, on a more equal par with your competitors there in your, in your marketplace and the differentiators are huge. So that's your little PSA from Katie. Not that you asked, but you get it anyways, because <laughs> I kind of what the show's about. Um, so uh, that, yeah. Thanks. So thanks for take, kind of taking the time to, to, to detail that Josh. Um, so, so what else is, as an, as an integrator going through the certification process, once they've become certified, um, you paint that picture for us. And what are some of the, uh, I guess, first of all, what are the different tiers and in, in, sort of explain how those work and then what are some of the uh, marketplace advantages and um, benefits the HTA certified integration firm gets to take advantage of. Yeah. And we could liken this somewhat to other standards that exist out there in the marketplace. And this is something that's really important for integrators to understand. This is HTA certification is a tool. In other words, like any other tool, if it sits in the toolbox, you never use it it's not worth anything to you. So it is a tool and a, a tool that will help you with closing projects. And to, to draw an analogy on this, we're, many of us are familiar with the GIA standard for diamonds. It's a certification standard for diamonds. And, and understand this as a, as a bigger t- picture is that us as consumers and other things that we do, we look to standards to, to see if something's quality, if it's worth buying. And, you and I might not know what GIA certification is until we're in the market for a diamond. Then the jeweler explains what the standard is, and there's a rating system. Not all diamonds are the same. And they give you an elevator pitch, show you what the, the rating is, and we as consumers trust that. Same with, with safety ratings for vehicles, uh, Yelp ratings for restaurants. You know, There's ratings for accountants, so mechanics even. So our clients understand this. They understand that there are rating systems and professionals professionalism. So want the integrator to understand that that's what this is. HTA is that standard for the industry. It hasn't had that until now. This is something new. It's not been done before. So look at it that way. So they, now going to get into the question that you had, there are three tiers of certification. So once a dealer is certified, they're either classified as a foundation luxury or a state level integrator. And if you get to the website and you look at that link we talked about earlier, HTA certification defined, you'll see at the top of that, all the bullet points that are identical amongst them all, you know, all the minimum standard of what this HTA certification is. But when you get into the foundation luxury and estate, what that is telling the consumer and the trade partner is the specialties that that company typically deal with. That's, these are not black and white definitions, you know, hard definitions between these three tiers, but the gist of it is this that there are dealers that specialize in in more volume, smaller dollar figure projects, not as complicated of projects, ones that might take days, maybe weeks, a couple weeks to finish. Maybe they're dealing more with uh, production homes or just smaller scale smart home projects. That is a different type of integrator than one that's doing highly custom two, three year build custom homes where you're, you're, controlling every subsystem imaginable, different skill sets within the company, uh, typically different brands you're selling. And that is what we're looking at. Does the company have experience? What, what type of projects does this company have experience with? So what we don't want to happen is the company that does amazing work on, on simpler projects, get into a project and way over their head, where they're not really set up to deploy that project well. And I could tell you this because I lived it as I grew up in 
in the late 90s with an integration firm that kind of went through the ranks of basic to up to the real high-end custom home. If Even though we were selling a very good control brand, we were not the company you'd come to and do a 10,000 square foot home and control every subsystem. We would have fallen on our face and probably gone out of business and had very upset clients. We kind of worked up to that level and beyond slowly over time. So we are recognizing what types of projects this integrator does now. So it's not saying one dealer is better than another. It's not a good, better, best. It's just the types of projects they specialize in. And that will help, especially at the real higher end, complicated projects to give those firms that really deploy well and have experience on there to kind of be able to explain to a client that I am different from the other integration firms in, in town that they might be competing with because I have a, vo- a lot of experience at this level of project. So that's something that if we define that in a consumer friendly way, a way that architects, designers, and builders will resonate with as well. So all HTA firms are great. They have, they may have different specialties though, and, and excel at different types of projects. And I think that's, that's one of the cool one of one of the many cool aspects of it. And, and again, it isn't that good, better, best. It isn't pitting one against the other. It really is identifying their level of competency first and foremost, but then also you know, putting putting them in a peer group of uh, firms that have similar le- offer similar service level offerings, product um, integration capabilities, you know, those kinds of things. So from a consumer level, that's really how um, it, it, making a decision, an informed decision becomes much more clear as a consumer. You know what you're looking for, the, you know, kind of the level of detail or extent of the work that you're, that you're looking to have done. It, it may be simply defined by budget or it may be more broadly defined by budget and, um, and you know, scope and scale. So, you know, the, having these certification tiers this way really helps from a consumer perspective understand, um, you know, better find what they're looking for. Um, so you can, you shall find through the HTA kind of, kind of scenario. Um, good. Let's talk a little bit about that. Seek and find, um, Josh, you mentioned the HTA website a couple of times. If you're listening in on this and you're walking the dog, this isn't going to be any help to you unless you have your hands up and you want to use your thumbs to pull up a URL. Um, htacertified.org, htacertified.org is the website. Um, if you're sitting at your desk and listening to this podcast, pop over to the website and just, just bump around a little bit as you're listening to us talk. This, this next phase of the conversation, I'm going to have Josh talk about a few of those components one of which is the technology budget calculator. And this is a really cool tool. Um, talk, uh, tell us all about it, Josh. Um, uh, first, where they find it on the website for those that now have jumped onto and are navigating around. And then just kind of tell us, you know, what it does and, and how, how the integration community can really utilize it as well as consumers. Yes, this is a big deal. So you'll find it kind of smack dab in the middle of the homepage. There's a green button. This is calculate your budget. It's very prominent. And this tool is really a game changer for everyone, you know, the consumer, the, the integrator, and also the trade partners out there. Because one thing that we, everyone will understand in this industry, you've been doing this for a while, is that clients have no clue how much this stuff costs, how much, you know, media rooms, home theaters, audio video networks, all the different subsystems that integrators do is a giant question mark to them. So, what typically happens without the budget calculator, let's say the standard way of doing business is the integrator does a, a good job of, of, of learning what the client wants. They listen, understand how they live in the home, 
does their due diligence, puts together a great system that's going to you know, check all those boxes, has all the neat amenities they want, give them a proposal, and the client looks at them like, you're what? You know, excuse me? And we always kind of joke around, but it's almost not a joke now. The number is typically 3x in what's in their head. You know, whatever <laughs> in their head, it's, it's triple that. that. That seems to be kind of be a common number. But what happens when the integrator gives that sticker shock? A few things happen. Now the client doesn't know, okay, is this, is this guy crazy? Are, are they ripping us off? Because you know, I'm building a nice home, are they just taking advantage of me? And and most of the time, the, the integrator's not. They're put together exactly what the client needed, but they don't know that's a fair price. So the budget calculator is designed in 17 questions, very high-level questions. It's not granular. It's not focused on any brands. It's brand agnostic. It's designed for a very non-technical person to answer simple questions, starting with the square footage of the home, and then get to a budget range. And they answer you know, simple questions. How many areas of the home would you like to have music in? Um, how many TVs do you think you'll need? And we break them into two different classifications. Do you want a media room? Do you want a home theater? And we give a little definitions of what those are. So they kind of get what we're talking about, you know, motorized shades and drapery and lighting control and networks. And we are asking this again in a very consumer friendly way. And it still provides sticker shock. You know, it, sticker shock is sticker shock. But now they're learning it from a neutral authority, a .org association that is there for not to sell them any product, but to make sure they're happy with the technology installed in their home. So now the, the dealers are leveraging this ahead of their sales conversations, or excuse me, their sales appointments. So they may get a referral. Uh, you know, prior client sends them a referral. An architect, designer, builders, you know, hey, we're building a new home. Here's a new client. Set up an appointment. The integrator is giving that prospective client a homework assignment, and they send them to the budget calculator and say, look forward to meeting you. You have a, giving a, a very simple to do homework assignment. It's take you a couple minutes, but it's going to make our, our meeting tomorrow at 3 p.m. very effective use of your time, and you'll get an idea of all the different systems that we could offer you in your home. And it gives you an idea of cause and effect, you know, what these things might cost in your home. It's just to get the conversation started. You send it out, sticker shock may happen. And, but now when the, the integrator shows up, that whole price conversation has already been had. It's been done. And the client has a vested interest in there because they're the ones that created the budget. So they, they're, and the great thing is they're not doubting the numbers. That is where the integrator really has a, a, a big step ahead. And we're finding the, the cause and effect of this. The dealers that leverage this tool effectively are finding that the sales process is quicker because now the, the whole budget topic is out there in the open. They're shopping around less. To And this is an interesting side effect, which I wouldn't have originally thought. But what this is seems to be happening out there in the real world is that the client feels adequately educated on what technology budgets are. So if I've already been adequately educated on there, oh, and by the way, this dealer that you just sent me here, you know, your HT is certified, I read about that, that's great. Why would they need to shop around? If that dealer could put together a proposal based in that range, which they will, then why, why keep shopping around? So clients are shopping around less. And another side effect that's happened too is that, 
average ticket prices could go up because, and I I lived this, by the way, when I was in the sales and marketing aspect as an integrator, where we, again, because clients don't know what this stuff costs, you might be putting together, let's say on a, on a scale of one to 10, a theater that's maybe a six or a six or a seven, you know, a dedicated media room. It's, it's nice to you and I, we go, oh yeah, that's nice, but that's nothing crazy. But the dealer thinks, oh, you're trying to sell me, you know, the, the most exotic Ferrari level of, the of home theater here. Yeah. Yeah. The sorry. The customer. Yeah. Yeah. The customer thing looks at you like you're crazy, but no, it, it wasn't that way. Well, we've addressed that in the budget calculator. Now the, the client can understand that you could, you know, home theaters could get very, very expensive and that could lead to an interesting conversation. Oh, what do you get for a theater of X amount of money? I, I, it's more money than I thought, but I'm intrigued. Why? What's the difference between this and that? Well, of course, integrators are well-equipped to answer those questions, but now they're not looking at them suspicious when they put together a, a proposal for exactly what the client wants. They're not going to be looked at as if they're trying to rip them off. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of it, it empowers and enables both sides of the equation, right? And uh, and eliminates some of the questions um, that ultimately become sales blocking conversations, yes. <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. So so okay. So the tool uh, budget te- technology budget calculator it's on the HTA website, but it sounds as though you're encouraging people to use it outside of just the website, right? Yeah, this is new. So this is. Brand new as of less than a week ago. So this is that, a scoop, right? This, this is a scoop. scoop. Yep, this if you're hearing, scoop. you heard it here first. Katie, Katie's breaking <laughs> it. I'm trying to get our newsletter out to all our dealers because they're going to be excited about this. So most dealers now that are certified are are happy just linking out to our, our website. They actually use it as kind of a sales tool, right? They you know The articles and the budget calculator and such. But some dealers say, you know, I would love to have this calculator within my site. I don't want to have, you know, open up another site and have my site and your site side by side. I want them to build that in my site. Well, we've done that. So now there's a snippet of, of code that we could give the dealer. They could embed it within their site so they don't bounce off to the HTA site. All the math is identical and there's each dealer gets their own unique code. So we'll even be able to give that dealer analytics like, hey, this is how many times that someone has used the calculator using your code. And at the, when we revised our budget calculator a few months ago, we gave the user the ability to send themselves or send the integrator or send anybody the calculated budget results. Well, that's the same. We don't get stuck. We don't, we don't insert ourselves in the middle of that. That's directly from whoever is using a calculator, emails it to themselves, emails it to their integrator directly. That's, that's in there. So that's the same. We change a little bit of the text at the top and bottom. So it's not, too much HTA in your face. It just says this is the technology, home technology budget calculator powered by the Home Technology Association. So the, our branding kind of backs off on it. And it's, it's going to be an amazing tool for those integrators to embed within their site. So very, very powerful thing to have. And we're even getting interest from manufacturers now out there that want to embed it in their site too. So, you know, we're not ready to put any press releases out about it yet, but uh, I think by the end of the year, you'll see some you'll see that some changes in that way because again, we're neutral here. We're a neutral association, and the budget calculator has such great results in this industry that others, you know, that are not even integrators want to embed it. Right, and, and so to touch upon that a little bit because you've shared with me in the past that outside of the AV trade, um, there has been interest in in doing that. Right. 
Yes. Well, we've been sharing it with architects, designers, and builders. So one of the things that we do, which we haven't really talked here about yet today, but one of the big things that have been part of HTA from the get-go is to let architects, designers, and builders know about this association. Know that, hey, you might this might not be your favorite trade. You might have had bad experiences in the past with this trade, but here is a group of vetted professionals that know how to talk to you that know how to work with you. Oh, and by the way, we have this super useful tool for you to help you understand what technology budgets should be. Because even the, the most friendly architects, designers, and builders that, that actually embrace technology still have a hard time estimating what budget should be. Now they got this tool. Yeah. It's an objective, yeah. useful tool. So they're using it as well. And uh, matter of fact, this year we have embarked on a big social media and ad campaign to architects, designers, and builders. It's focused on them to draw them to the hook, the budget calculator. So we're bringing a lot of awareness to the tool. The side benefit, of course, is they get to learn about this, this standard of excellence now, and that's helping integrators make new relationships with architects, designers, and builders, because it gives them a reason to be listened to and to tell that trade professional that we're different. We're not like the bad experiences you've had. And here's why. Here, here's here's the teeth, if you will. Yeah. We yeah. meet this yeah. standard. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, it's very tangible. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for those of you listening, um, Josh has just said like three words about four or five times over just in the last two minutes. Architects, designers, builders, architects, designers, builders. Architects, designers, builders, I know you all want to get closer to this group of adjacent trades, architects, designers, builders, right? Right? You're listening. We, we are all talking about how does the AB trade, uh, AB audiovisual industry as at large get closer to and work more um, effectively with architects, designers, and builders. Understanding the budget is probably one of the key components. I don't know the first thing about, about shingles. I wouldn't begin to attempt to try to price out what a new roof is going to cost. I know, you know I, there's a trade professional for that. This is sort of putting that into kind of the same context. We don't expect anybody else to know what these things should cost or the range of, of what an installation might be. But EHTA has made that available to not only you on the integration community and the manufacturers, but to those in the adjacent trades as well so that you can up your game. You know, you're speaking from a better level of, of reality and confidence, and therefore your clients are going to understand that you're doing, doing that. And it all comes down to confidence clarity of message and being able to communicate what things are going to cost and ensuring that that what their expectation and what is delivered um, are on par. And I think that's, that's really fascinating. The fact that you're taking probably, I suspect one of the most valuable tools that you guys have in this organization and are really offering that out um, you know, to the community that it, 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 at large. And I think that's, that's amazing. And the clarity that that's going to bring um, is something that everybody needs, you know, and the homeowners need it as much as the trade, right? They do. They need it. This is like a, I guess you could say a public service of a home <laughs> technology association to share realistic budgets with them. And we're making outreach efforts to the national builder, interior designer and architect trade associations to, to let them know that this tool exists. Um, we, it's been covered in a blog article uh, on one of the architect sites. And it's also been linked to by the CTA. Consumer Technology Association even linked the budget calculator. So it's spreading out there. It's spreading. And the marketing that we're doing here is to the trade partner. We're bringing a lot of awareness to it through the campaigns that we talked about, the social media, but the Facebook marketing 
ad role marketing. And we're also doing this. This is another neat thing for integrators to know. We, from the get-go, from day one, have been doing outreach on their behalf, on, on the individual integrator's behalf to the architects, designers, and builders in their market. This is a, a great touch for them to hear from us, from a .org association that you know, such and such company is HTA certified. Here's why you care. Here's why your, your, your clients will care. And here's what the standard's about to make sure that you and your client have a happy technology outcome. And we send that, you know, our staff sends those emails out one by one. It's not done through some bulk mail service. It's one by one on behalf of the integrator. And we'll sometimes get responses to us like, hey, this is great. Hey, this was needed 20 years ago. And where have you been all my life? (laughs) Yeah. And and here's a neat side benefit that's happening too. And this is due to the ingenuity, I guess you could say, or the drive of, of HTA certified integrators that are going out in their marketplace proudly wearing that badge and letting their raving fan architects and builders and designers know about this. So here's what's happening. It gives them a defensible way to back the integrator up because I can't tell you how many times at the company I worked at where I even had double referrals, architect and the builder that would both refer us to a client, big job, excellent. We're well suited to do this project. And then the client it, you know, the, the builder or whoever comes back and says, well, you know, there's another company that come in there, you know, half of what you are. And of course, it's not apples to apples. It's, you know, a trunk slammer company that's going to completely implode the project. And the builder feels a little like, I can't, you know, I, I, what do I say? I, I you know, I, I can't do it. The builder, the homeowner really wants to go at this bid. This stops that. This gives that builder and architect a defensible way to tell a client, I only accept bids from HTA certified firms and here's why. You know, I've been building homes for X amount of years. There's a lot of problems in this industry. Trust me, you get what you pay for. You're going to have a diff- you're not going to like your home if you go with this other this other bid. That's happened. So you're giving your builders and your architects designers a tool to defend you and no joke this happened less than 3 weeks ago where an integrator in Los Angeles uh, you know, he even sent me the, the bid spec on it. It says right on the top to bid. And this, this was approved by the builder to bid this project. You must be HTA certified. So that's happening. Dealers are getting the architects, builders, and designers to make HTA certification a minimum company requirement to even bid the job. And they're doing this. Why? Because it's something that they could help their clients have the chance of their client having a much better technology outcome goes up tremendously when you're looking at a company that meets this standard. Pretty powerful. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. And I think especially to that defensible, um, you know, sort of defensible uh, certification and, and uh, that's important. You know, and there's a lot of, in the, unfortunately in the industry, we hear too often about takeover take takeover jobs. And of, of course, it's typically the integrator who's celebrating the win on that one of, you know, it was such a disaster when we came in. And it's neat to see those stories. But of course, you know, being part of the industry, we have to understand that the fact that there are takeover jobs is really pretty scary. Um, and, and we need to try to eliminate, at least reduce or <laughs> eliminate that as much as possible. And that's what HDA is, is setting out to do is yeah. make sure that the right parties are on the project at the right time, um, and that there's there's clarity of, of of all aspects, clarity of communication, of you know complete transparency, um, and that's and more and more. I think consumers are really you know, they're they're looking to brands to create that, um, and that's where loyalty is coming 
coming from more and more, you know? So I think it's, this is a really cool. And again, you know, as a communicator outside of podcasting, this is one of those things that I, as I am always seeking for my clients is, you know, what are the, how can we differentiate or how can we elevate and amplify those points of your, your business's differentiation in order to, to, to have that resonate with the audience. And this is, you know, this is one that just, it just makes so much, so much sense. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so the HDA website, again, so we can, you know, as you're listening in, we told you to go to the website, hdacertified.org. Um, once the, on that homepage there, there is a button, uh, HTA certified installation firm. So as the consumer side, if you're looking, you just want to get kind of a feel for what an HTA certified integration firm looks like. Uh, you can definitely search, sort, filter, however you want to do it. Um, for those on the integration side, if you haven't yet gone through certification, you're just kind of wondering, you know, who's my peer group here? Um, and, and you guys and gals, you do work very closely together and peer groups are tight. So take a look and see, you know, in your geography, um, which one of your competitors or which, you know, competitors good or, you know, strong or, or, or neutral, um, those other companies in your marketplace that, that you work sometimes potentially side-by-side side or competing with, take a look and see how their profile rack, uh, stacks up against, against yours. You know, if nothing else, it's good information and insight to help you to sort of better shape, shape your business um, and understand that um, if you haven't gone through certification and you see uh, those in your area that have, uh, they're checking a box that you're not. So, um, you know, and it's up to you to determine whether that's, that's something that's um, important to you or, you know, is impacting the business um, plus or minus. But I guess to that, I say, and not that you asked, but you're listening to my show. So you probably are looking for a little bit of insight here. Give Josh a call, right? Um, talk to me, Josh, a little bit about that. So, you know, not to me, to the audience, um, I'm going through a certification, I have some questions or I'm just not sure. Um, how do we, how do we get kind of the information that we need to, to better understand and ultimately start to go through the certification process? Sure. The, I could be reached directly at my email, which is my initials, uh, J.C at htacertified.org and our phone number or I'll give you my direct line is 424-272-7620 so anybody can call me directly and there to to answer any questions that they have and um, uh, wanted to share a, a couple updates too that yeah. are, are newsworthy that I didn't bring up um, I, I mentioned something earlier that we have a lot of manufacturing vendor support behind HTA, which is, which is growing. So uh, happy to announce that about a month and a half ago, uh, control Four dealers that are certified now could update their control Four microsite and it, it'll announce that they are HTA certified. So that is a new update on their C4 microsite. Savant's been doing this since uh, over a year ago. So Savant's been calling out HTA certification proudly on their dealer finder. Crestron is revamping their site and they're going to be doing that in the next few months. So, you know, three of the big control brands right there are calling it out. And why are they doing that? Because they understand how important it is to a consumer. They, if they could give some nudge to those dealers that meet the standard, why the heck not? It just make, it's going to give them a, 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 that just means that that consumer has a, even a higher chance of having a great outcome with technology. And as a kind of a carrot to some of these integrators that uh, are thinking about certification, because there are costs to be certified, but there's also some offsets on there too. So anybody interested to find out what vendors are offering product credits to get certified, let me know. I'll share that with you. But uh, so many of the vendors out there are offering support by when you get certified, you know, get X amount of, of money back on credit towards our product. So we've got a lot of industry support, which is excellent. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's an indicator. Um, the level of industry support is definitely an indicator of of the importance of something like this a, and uh, for HD certification now. Um, you know, so it, it, good that you good that you mentioned those. Now, uh, I know as well. I often see you out at the Aussie Own Buying Group conferences. Um, so, where else for the integration community? Where else might they be intersecting with you uh, out in the field? And uh, uh, I guess you just share all, all the different places that we see you around in a given year. Yeah, we're at Cedia, not necessarily with a booth, but we're at Cedia trade show and at been invited to the, the Crestron dealer conferences, the Savant dealer conferences. So I've been there thus far and hope to expand that to um, more trade shows, but that's where we're at right now. Good. Okay. Okay. So the point in bringing that up is that whether you know it or not, Josh Christian may very well be at a lot of the events, boys and girls, if you are attending, if you're a part of any of the major buying groups, or if you go to any of the uh, major trade shows, regional events, Oftentimes, Josh will be there. He may just, he's typically not manning a booth. So if it's an interest, if you'd like to learn more and have FaceTime with him and you're a part of any of those um, buying groups or attend the expo, uh, just keep that front of mind that, that Josh Christian um, of the HTA and others will very likely be there. And it's a great opportunity to, to have some one-on-one time. He did provide email and phone number. We'll come back to that at, at the end as, as well. So don't worry about doing the rewind here. Although if you do rewind, you'll hear a lot of insights all over again. Um, I'm sure it's fascinating. Insights. So, all right. So Josh, um, what else? Is there anything else that we haven't kind of covered here today? There seems to be, there's something I kind of want to best in the U S. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to tell you about that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to tell you that. So this month, I, matter of fact, I just got it in the mail yesterday, the June uh, CE pro, magazine has the best in the US awards and those are rec- what those awards are are recognizing the the best dealers the HTA certified dealers the ones that were certified in, in 2017 and 2018 were listed there so that is a great marketing thing that they could use to their clients and this is the first merit based awards program for the integrator so you know there are other awards out there that are maybe project specific like best home theater or best integrated home, things like that. But this is a, an award for the dealer itself. And since, and by the way, this is important for dealers to know. One question we don't ask in our extensive app is what is your gross dollar sales? Like how many millions of dollars or do you, know, do you sell a year? Cause that's irrelevant to quality. So this is not, we don't rank dealers based on how much stuff they sell. And this so this gives those dealers that will never be in the CE Pro 100, for example, because their volume's not that high to be in that list. But this gives them a merit-based award that they could tell their client, I, I, met, I, I won this award based on being a great company and taking care of my clients. That, we're really proud of that. And uh, that was done in conjunction with CE Pro Magazine. So you'll see that this month. And yeah, something great. I, I, we're, we're happy about that because the industry's needed something like this for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, and definitely from the awards perspective, you know, there's like you said, you know, best home theater, best home theater over $200,000 or, you know, best implementation of this or that, uh, you know, best dress rack, um, you know, and those things are all, in, in the, those are important. You know, it's, it's good to, it's, it's good to establish systems that, that recognize, you know, the project itself. But I think that what you guys are doing is, is, is really quite different. And it, and again, it kind of ties back into the differentiator i'm assuming uh, we didn't really talk you you talked a little bit about it but i didn't put the spotlight on it but one of the coolest things that i've seen is as you, as you see hta certified integration firms um once they get certified 
they'll wrap their vans um, with an additional branding element of HTA certified and whatever the letter uh, or whatever level is. Um, I'm seeing them put uh, polo shirts and putting the HTA certified onto their shirts, onto um, vinyl stickers or other treatments of the actual, if they've got a retail space or an experience center, things like that. So really kind of using that, that, that branding to, um, to also visually tell tell that story. So in the best in the West, or I'm sorry, best in the U.S. awards, um, kind of add a little bit of icing on, on top of that. I think you know, it's another, uh, just another element of, of, um, uh, of superiority. And, and I think that's, I think that's really cool. So, um, yeah. June, June issue of CE Pro, you said? Yep. June issue. That's good. All right. Well, uh, that was the last thing that I had on my list. I don't think we've got anything else we haven't talked about rather than to take this show too long. I, you did talk a bit about architects, designers, builders. So I do want to jump on, on that point just a bit. Um, Josh, I'm going to have you come back on to my other show, which is connecting tech and design. That podcast really talks, uh, talks with and, and to the adjacent trades um, to help both uh, all parties better understand sort of the skills and services and specialties that they bring to the table, but also how to better uh, work better together um, to achieve, to achieve ultimately the consumer or the, the client vision. Um, so I definitely want you to come over to Connecting Tech and Design to talk a little bit more about the architect-designer-builder relationship and how HTA certification can help um, create a, a tighter bond there. Um, so not going to go too far into the weeds on, on that one here in this show, but for anybody listening, if that is uh, something that's interesting to you or appealing, we'll get Josh back on a future show and have him talk a little bit about that. He's really, really well connected in, in this space um, as an integrator, but also as, as a technology professional who's been able to um, to work very closely with architects, designers, builders, specifiers, and, and really understands what makes them tick and how from an integrator's perspective, you can do a better job of um, pitching your services and being a better partner. So definitely encourage you to, 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 to check out that show when it comes on. Um, we'll terrorize you through social media and let you know what's happening when it's live. Yeah, looking forward to that topic. It's near and dear to my heart. I've been uh, educating architects, designers, and builders and, and you know, teaching classes since about 2001. You know, doing it, God, 18 years now. Um, I love it. So yeah, a lot of experience with this, a lot to talk about. Yeah, good, good. Okay, perfect segue then. So uh, for HTA certified information or for just general information about, you know, how to get into the process and what it takes, um, reach out to Josh Christian, Director of Certification. Josh, information once again, sir. It, the email is jc at htacertified.org. Direct phone number is 424-272-7620. Perfect, perfect. And if you search for HTA or HTA certified on any of the social platforms, you will find um, lots of celebration of HTA certified um, installation firms. Um, also tips and, and some additional good content about sort of relevant relevant conversations. So I encourage you to, to find and follow on whatever social media platforms you engage with most frequently. And of course, htacertified.org is the website. Get to know it. Take a look at that technology budget calculator and put it to use. Um, if you have a great success, which I'm sure that you will, share that information back with Josh. As you can tell, uh, he's very hands-on with the community and is here is here to help. So I encourage you to, to check that out, to check out htacertified.org uh, and consider becoming HTA certified. So Josh, thanks again for taking the time. I appreciate it. I know you're, uh, you're, you're jamming and uh, I'm off to, to Infocom here in, in just a couple of days. So it's kind of the last of the residential conversations I'm going to have for, for about a week. But thank you again for taking the time. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. It's great to talk with you and talk to the integration community out there. It's near and dear to my heart and love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk. This has been a conversation with HTA and Josh Christian. We'll catch you again on another episode. Thanks for tuning in.